Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes host examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller North by Northwest. One minute of screen time per episode. This is Minute 120, the two-hour mark. Quite possibly, the greatest coin toss minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Chris Derkach, also from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And we got a scorcher this minute, Chris. We got some action. We got adventure. We've got planes flying through cornfields and yeah we don't have any of that <laughs> no i was waiting to hear what else you thought we had because i'm not watching that movie i want to see that one <laughs> well that movie happened it was just 30 minutes ago <laughs> yeah yeah it, it gets much better than this too but uh we're in the middle where it's not really doing much well the shame is if you're watching the movie normally this minute is doing something this movie is wrought with tension if you're just watching it like a oh, normal human and not one minute at a time <laughs> right it's building it's definitely building yeah now, this minute begins with the boys waiting for Eve to exit and ends with Scary Leonard. <laughs> uh, not that there's really any other kind. Um, right at the beginning of the minute, you can just see her shadow up on the second floor and see her uh, her skirt go by. Yeah, well, they kind of both kind of watch her walk away, right? Yeah. I well, I hate to see her leave, but I love to watch her go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Leonard's watching her. I mean, James Mason might be watching her because he's like, she is a very nice form. And Leonard's like... Yes, you do, sir. What? Who said that? <laughs> yeah, he's just making sure that she's out of earshot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's because as soon as you don't see her anymore, that's when he starts talking. Yeah. Um. Martin Landau has that. We talked about this before about how he's shouldn't be scary yet is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's not typical henchman. Like his other henchmen are more typical henchmen, where they're like big, thick neck, thick shouldered guys that look like they've had one or twenty seven bar fights under right. their belt. Where he's just like a tall, lanky dude. He's got like that Leonard Nimoy look to him. Yeah. Where it's like, I I, I know you're crafty or whatever, but I also kind of feel like that if we were in a fight, I might be physically stronger than you, but you're 100% going to stick a knife in my ribs. <laughs> no doubt. No yeah. doubt. He is the guy who they get to deliver bad news to, it seems. It's like, like uh, you probably should have broke up with her sooner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, it's funny because this year on uh, Jay and Silent Bob Minute, we were covering Chasing Amy, also a movie about relationships and people lying about them this north by northwest proves the same thing that does that you shouldn't lie about your relationships whether it's about your um your sexuality or about um whether or not you're an international spy (laughs) (laughs) it never comes out well either way (laughs) yeah yeah so he watches her go he's like you're gonna wish you should have cut it off sooner um i'm hoping he's referring to the relationship with eve (laughs) right not her head yeah, you never any, know what this guy's talking about. Yeah, I know. He, he could easily be like, um, I'm going to have her tortured and cut off her fingers. I'm like, okay, well, you're crazy. Um, luckily, we do get one cutaway shot to um, Cary Grant's face. How I would have loved to have been on set this day, where it's just like, all right, uh, Cary, we're going to have like four hours of filming of just different shots of your eyes and nose. <laughs> just, just stand behind that wall, I guess. Yes. It's been three days. Yeah, stand on this apple cart, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna like, we're gonna shine a light in your eye from over here. Then we're gonna do it from over here. Um, Act like you're watching something. All right, act like you're watching something else. Oh, this is great. Isn't isn't Hollywood magic? (laughs) Look to the left. Now look to the right. (laughs) Now turn around and uh, you know do the hokey pokey. (laughs) I'm not going to do the hokey pokey. (laughs) Minute by minute, it's so weird because you see them out there. With his eyes over that ledge, it looks like he's hanging from something. 
Yeah, it looks like he's holding on to it, not just right. standing on something. Yeah. I mean, he might be. Who knows how they shot it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie, we're going to need you to actually stand out here. Like, Can't you get something to stand on? Like, no, this is the 50s. We don't care about you. <laughs> These are new shoes. I'm pulling them up. I'm just going to hang from this wall. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and because uh, Hitchcock hates um, us knowing what's going on, Leonard starts to explain <laughs> what he yeah. needs to tell to uh, Van Damme and they walk they literally walk out of the room and we lose the conversation <laughs> the lines we get in this in this minute are throwaway lines like yeah. because they trail off so fast nobody cared how also, much of it can you hear two lines I get up to I know how terribly fond you are of Miss Kent and then I and then I wrote stops being audible at this point <laughs> <laughs> and the music picks up right after that too so it kills yeah, it's it. like yo Bernard Herman I'm trying to listen to this conversation man settle down <laughs> Now, in the last minute, I mentioned this devil on the table that's holding a pencil or a pen. Do you see it right now? Yes. Like, well, it's not holding anything. It's the chair behind it that looks like it's holding a pencil. Do you see it? <laughs> also, next to him, if if this wasn't film when it was, I would think that was a stack of CDs. Do you see that standing next to him? I think it's like a stack of like note, note cards. That's what yeah, it looks I'm not like. sure. Something with a rubber band around it, but it looks like a stack of CDs. That's like ahead of their time. I enjoy watching that. Have you ever watched like an old movie or something? And you see somebody like they're sitting at like a table or something. You see them look down and do something. You're like, oh, they're on their phone. Yeah, no, they're you not. know they're not. No, they're not on their phone. Unless they're a time traveler. <laughs> yeah, I, I already had a ten minute conversation with my daughter tonight about like why I didn't use a cell phone when I was younger. Right. I'm like we didn't we didn't have them. She's like, oh my god, you didn't have a phone. Oh, we had a phone, all right. Yeah. It was just attached to the wall. <laughs> Mine had was attached to the wall and it had one of them, you know, spring cords on it. And when I f- was dating my wife for 15 years old, I would stand, I would have to stand there and talk to her for hours at a time, like 45 minutes to an hour, standing up next to the freaking wall. We had one long enough that went from our kitchen on the, the second floor to my sister's bedroom on the third floor. And it would go into her door and she'd have her door shut so she could be on the phone. The wire lit went that far? Uh-huh. Because they wow. bought an extra long wire, and it was stretched out all the way. So even when you plugged it back in, or you hung it back on the receiver, the thing hung all the way down I've seen and like laid on the out. and laid on the steps. <laughs> <laughs> so like when they wanted her to be off the phone, they'd be like, "Get off the phone!" And like she wouldn't answer, and they'd just walk up and click. <laughs> you almost had a cordless phone at that point, as far as that thing reached. Yeah. Could you go outside I- with it? Could you like go out the back door with it? I guess she could have. I don't know why you would have, but I guess she could have because our back door was only about ten or fifteen feet away, and to get up the steps was probably closer to twenty. Yeah, you're probably better off going out back if you didn't want to. She did get a phone at some point, but like, I I think it was just a matter of like, get her a phone for God's sake, so we don't have to deal with this anymore. (laughs) It's not going to matter. She's going up with the with that phone and locking herself in her room anyway. (laughs) (laughs) She's tying up our phone line, our singular phone line. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing. People would beep in. You'd have to, you know, let somebody else use the phone because you only had one line. Uh, And we we spoke about this on a. I think it was. I don't think it was this podcast. Maybe it was this podcast. I don't know. We do a lot of podcasts, Chris. I can't remember what we talked about where. <laughs> about the old style, not the ones that hung on the wall, but the old receivers that sat down, the ones that you could slam down. Yeah. And they actually had a bell ring. inside of them. And yeah. you slam them down and they clung. <laughs> yeah. They were satisfying when you did that. They were also handy in a horror film if somebody broke into your house because they were a nice weapon. Because they yeah. weighed like, you know, seven, eight pounds and right. were filled with metal. And if you hit somebody with them, they were going to have a bad time. <laughs> If you hit somebody with your cell phone, they're going to be mildly inconvenienced. And you're going to be very angry. if it gets And you're going to be angry that you just yeah. broke a $2,000 phone on somebody's face. <laughs> yeah, Who so uses our, their phone to talk on anymore anyway? Like, I, get mad when people, I get mad when people call my cell phone because it's bothering whatever else I was doing on it. Yeah, please, just leave the cell phone calls to all the advertisements and stuff that are trying to get a hold of me. And, yeah, well, I, you I'm know the, I, the, 
the IRS and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm going to start <laughs> recording them because um, I've been messing with the, the, the telemarketers that call. The one guy th- called from um, – I think he said it was Medicare and it was it was an Indian guy and he said, "Do you have any pain?" And I said, "Yes." He said, "Where is your pain?" And I said, "In my in, I'm not, in my butt." But I said, <laughs> "Every time you guys call," and he said, "You mother," and hung up on me. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, I also like to have fun with them. So I've been answering in Spanish lately. That's the way I normally. Oh, nice. I, uh, and then today, uh, a Spanish guy called. <laughs> Oh, great. I'm like, oh, no, they're on to me. <laughs> <laughs> hola. Yeah, so, he said, you don't so even know I would, Spanish, I would say, hola, que tal? And I, they would start talking. I would hang up. Um, <laughs> so today when he, he answered the phone and I, I did hola and he went hola and he started speaking. I'm like, oh, no. So then I was like, uh, if, now when I answer, I go pronto. So I'm switching to Italian at this point. <laughs> I'll have to learn a few choice phrases. I mean, besides the one we all know. <laughs> well, the um, ones that they know, because uh, I mean, they they hit me with some curse words when I start messing with them every time. Yeah. So, um, so we switch back to Cary Grant outside, and he goes into full um, uh, George McFly creeper mode here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sees Eve Kendall through the window. I'm never a fan of a a bedroom that has giant windows that don't appear to have any shades over them. I don't understand. I've I see people like just when I'm driving around neighborhoods. There's no shades on their windows, and you can look right into their house and see what they're watching on TV and everything else. Yeah. It's weird, but th- this is a like, bedroom. That's much worse. Yeah, and uh, he does the old – I will. I do appreciate this about the movie. He does the old, well-worn, even in 1959, of how to get somebody's attention, throw something at their window. <laughs> Only in real life, it usually you hit the window and break the stupid yeah. window, yeah. What I do love about this is it's only, it sort of works. He throws the first one. And she definitely hears something. Well, when he throws the first one, I'm not really positive where he's aiming. I think he's aiming for the window, but it doesn't sound like it hits the window. No. Which is also realistic because you're trying to – I think he's throwing like change, right? Yeah. It looked like pennies or something. Yeah. So like if you've ever tried to throw change and it looks like he's throwing it a good like 20, 30 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that of going anywhere where you're trying to throw it. I think maybe the second one he gets smart and throws it onto that deck. And just trying to make the sound. Yeah. The first one, I'm not sure where it hits. Yeah. But the second one, I think, hits on that deck because she looks out that door. Yeah, and she hears it bounce. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah, because she steps out there, and there's that fleeting moment where you're like, oh, my God, this dumb plan actually worked. <laughs> it's going yeah, to work. Yeah. Uh, what was it? I think it's Animal House where he throws he's throwing rocks at her window, and what is she she opens it, and he hits her with a rock, I think. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> we were other ones where they break the window. Yeah, <laughs> we were playing around. We were on uh, top of church steps in Philadelphia, and the girls were on the other side of the street, and we were throwing pebbles from the church steps down at them. And I pick up a rock and I throw it, and the guy next to me picks up a rock and throws it. It lands dead center in the back of this Trans Am and blows both sides of the window of the back window out. <laughs> Boom! And I ran away. And you know, don't he try to blame me after I ran away? He said I did it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I got a few stories like that. I got the one where. My neighbors were getting an in-ground pool put in, so like it churns up all that dirt. So we had the dirt bombs, so we can just throw them, and oh, like yeah. dirt blows out of them. So we're throwing <laughs> them at each other. We're throwing them at the neighbor's house. So we're throwing them across from my house. We're throwing them across the street. Dirt bomb, boom, and it's banging on their house because they're not home. Somebody throws one, and by somebody, I mean me, throws <laughs> one that I think is a dirt bomb, but it's got a rock inside of it. Oh, no. It hits their window. It hits their like their their um, their their door, Right. but they had their glass in there. And it hit it and just shattered. And everybody runs, right? So there was like five of us out there. 
And the one kid was stupid enough to go home and tell his parents. His parents made him come out there and apologize. And the rest of us, uh, you know, did uh, went mob style and clammed up and never got in any trouble. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you do. You clam up, no doubt. Yeah. Like me and the neighbors, they, we, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. We didn't see nothing. You didn't see nothing. <laughs> like, this, this person's crazy. I don't know why he told his parents. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got to go Omerta style on this man. Don't say anything. <laughs> And then he gets, he'll get mad at the rest of these when he's got to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I don't know, you're on your own, buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, fun fact, um, that person is now a police officer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maybe because he was such a good kid. <laughs> yeah, he was the honest one out of all these. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when he throws the second one, it, the one we hear bounce on the thing, Cary Grant stands up and he puts his hands up and he is half a second from being like, Eve. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to scream to her. He really was. <laughs> Hey, hey, blonde girl. <laughs> Yo. Or <laughs> maybe he was going to break out a woof whistle. <laughs> Thankfully, he's got enough awareness to look over. And uh, guess what? Our boy Leonard has some, like, owl-level hearing or oh my something. God. Because and you want to talk about looking scary? When he comes walking over, he looks pretty scary coming over yeah. there. <laughs> it's almost scarier the way he walks toward the door yeah. because he doesn't run. He just quickly he quickens his pace a little bit. He's still got like one hand in his he has one hand in his jacket pocket, and he just kind of looks out there. And I'm like, this this is a sc- there are some people you just look at and you're like, this is a scary individual I'm looking at right here. And they're not always covered in tattoos and stuff. They're just like, <laughs> you see that coming. You hit behind that wall and you're like, oh god, please, 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 please. <laughs> yeah, this is a person who can get down to some business if they need to. Yeah, uh, I think it was the born identity where it says one time he looks at a guy and he's like. He can tell how, how much the guy – he's like, that guy's 220 pounds and he knows how to handle himself. There are some people who you look at, they can be the same build as the person next to him and you're like, that is the person I would not fool with right there. Right, right. Sometimes it's a look. Sometimes it's just a certain build to him. And you're just like, nope, that, that's a crazy person. <laughs> a friend of mine tells a story one time. He was a big guy. He never – he always was fighting. He never had – you know, he never was scared of anything. He said one time he was riding down the highway and these two old men in the car started like messing with him. Like they were driving over towards his car and cutting him out and stuff. And he said he pulled up next to him. He looked into the car and said, nope, I'm not messing with them two old men. And just backed off and let them go. Because you could tell just by looking in the window, they would probably kill him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw some guys when I was overseas learned a valuable lesson of when you're fooling with someone who's older than you, you don't know what they did before that moment. Yes, you're right. Unfortunately for these young, uh, I think that I believe they were like two or three young Marines who learned a valuable lesson that the guy had been in Vietnam oh, no. for a long time <laughs> and had uh, a few, a, a slightly larger skill set than they did. Yeah. Guy was being very polite. Hey guys, you know, I'm just sitting here. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to have my beer before I get out of here. And these guys were drunk and they were ornery and one of the, put their hand on him and he at first he was like come on guys you know come on i'm just trying to sit here you know and then one of them kind of they kind of like half push half slapped him in the face oh no and the next thing i knew there was three guys on the floor <laughs> <laughs> and he just was like and he he was like upset about it he's like i'm sorry i'm real sorry and these guys got up and thankfully they'd sobered up to the point of being like we're very sorry about that sir yeah we're gonna leave you alone now <laughs> like they weren't drunk enough to continue the fight <laughs> they were just like and we all just sat there like mm, that is a that is a life lesson right there my yeah. friend be careful around them old guys yeah <laughs> like there are some things look for the glint in the eye like maybe like that tattoo 
like yeah. that you can't you can't identify you're like that looks like a military tattoo but that's no outfit i've never heard of <laughs> <laughs> that's what that guy he said he said i looked in the window and they were both smiling at me and i thought oh no no way am i messing with these two yeah because there's the, there's people that are dangerous because they have a skill set there's people that are dangerous just because they're crazy yeah because they're psycho right exactly and then there's people like our boy leonard here who i think is both yeah yeah you're right <laughs> like he's like pure like psychopath sociopath and i think he's got this skill set to back it up i agree so yeah, I think things are not going to end well if he gets. Uh, we'll, we'll never know what happens. Chris this is our last minute. <laughs> so, <laughs> luckily, I did watch the movie, which I want to thank Jim O'Kane for because I'm glad he picked this movie because I had never seen it before. So, yes, I mean you you can be pretty assured you're going to get a good, at least a good outing if you're going to watch a Hitchcock movie. I'm not going to say every Hitchcock movie is a classic because that'd be a lie. Right. But there's never one I've watched and I'm like, wow, that was just unhistory garbage. Like I just could not <laughs> believe. I wasted my time with this. Even the ones I didn't care for, I'm like, well, I mean, I still see what's going on here. <laughs> there are some people that, like, they always make an interesting film, even if it's not great. I mean, like, Tarantino is now this guy, where even if you think his movies are too long or too crazy or whatever, I've never watched one and been like, oh, this guy doesn't know how to make a film. No, right. <laughs> I've always watched it and been like, this guy knows how to make a lot of great films. He just... Maybe doesn't know how to edit them. <laughs> <laughs> or put them in order, for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you're that guy. Your grandpa and they're like, oh, smart, he's not in order. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. The Re- Reservoir Dogs drove me nuts the first time I saw a great movie. but my- Reservoir Dogs? That's like the easiest one to understand. <laughs> yeah, but they keep jumping back and forth. He's in the car. He's out of the car. And everything's Oh, fun. my God. <laughs> Who invited Grandpa on here? <laughs> I'm honestly not complaining. I do like that movie. Oh, movies aren't the way I used to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to edit it and put it all in order. And then it's going to re- really be confusing. You don't have to do that. I'm sure that exists. It probably does. All right. Well, we were talking about movies and old movies. So, Chris, we have uh, we have reached our top 15 of the AFI list that we've been going through over the last two weeks. Oh, nice. Is Reservoir We're going to find out. <laughs> yeah, Reservoir Dogs is not on there. Um, <laughs> uh, there is a Tarantino movie on here, but it is Pulp Fiction is on this list. That we already paid. Yeah. We, never, we never did it because it was above. It was higher than uh, or, you know, lower, I guess, tactically than uh, North by Northwest. Okay. So we got up to number 15, I believe, just for remembrance sake. Number 55 was our old pal, North by Northwest. Okay. So we've gone all the way up the list. We've done some that me or you or both wanted to kick off the list completely. Some we thought North by Northwest was better than. We're in the top 15 now. We're going to be hard-pressed to say that any the North by Northwest is better than any of these movies. Yeah. This is supposed to be the cream of the crop up here. So if we think it's better, we're going to have to go to the Academy, and we're going to have to deal with them. Uh, of course you always give the pass if you haven't seen it you gotta be like oh well i don't know yeah i can already tell you i just glanced through the list i have already got a problem with one of them so uh, nice uh, um i think we i don't remember did we do 2001 last time i'm not sure i mean i All guess right. it belongs on there but uh it definitely belongs on there 2001 has kind of the a 2001 i love it's a great movie unbelievable movie great kubrick film but it's never going to be one where I'm like, if you gave me a list of like, like this list is supposed to be like the 100 greatest movies, definitely belongs in there, probably in the top 15. If you were like, what are your 100 favorite movies? This movie's nowhere near it. Right. No, no, no. I don't think I either. You're right. But this is not one where like, oh, it's a nice Saturday. I think I'm going to throw 2001 in. No. <laughs> it's a, I mean, to say that, it is an unbelievable movie. It's the type of movie, if that movie was coming out and they were like, we're going to replay it in the theaters, I'm like, I might be willing to go see that. I think so. But you do need to remember that, that movie, there is not a lot of dialogue for like an hour. <laughs> like, I don't think there's any dialogue for like 45 minutes. What was the last movie I did with that came in? Oh, uh, Princess Bride. I went and saw in the movie theaters last time that was around. 
I haven't been to the movies to see an older movie, and I can't remember how long. <laughs> I saw Princess Bride and in like a rerun of it, and um, Muppets Take Manhattan one time. Not yeah, I can long. never get anybody to go. I'm always like, you want to go to see this? And they're all like, yeah. And then that day comes up, and they're like, no. <laughs> well, my, my daughter loved Princess Bride, and me and her wanted to go. And my wife was like, oh, God, do I have to go? <laughs> <laughs> we went and saw, I think, um, they did two episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation on the big screen. We went and watched that. Oh, I think really? that, was, that had to be five years ago, at least. <laughs> I always want to go see like these concerts and stuff, but nobody ever wants to go with me to see them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number 14 by a, a director you may have heard of, Psycho. Who directed that? Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he's a he's a large fella. <laughs> and I do enjoy Psycho. I believe it belongs on here, and it's probably in a good spot. The real question is, is I think there's four Hitchcocks on here. Um, a lot of people would substitute one or two other ones in there for this one or that one. Um, the real question would come if you did what I said, is if you cut each director down to like a maximum of two movies, right. which two Hitchcock movies do you kick off? Yeah, see, I didn't see as many as you did. That's one for the the group. If you go in there, Hitchcock's got four movies on this list. Which two movies do you kick off? Or do you kick more than two off and you put a different movie in there? You know, maybe you want to throw like Rebecca in there or something. Or we I, already I don't had even two, know. right? We've, I think we've already, we did North by Northwest. Um, we still got, I think we got one more to go. Oh, okay. Um, Rear Window, I think, was on there. I think Rear Window was on there. Yeah. All right. Well, here's the next one is a small independent film you may have heard of called Star Wars. Oh. Star Wars culturally gets into like the top 40 <laughs> to yeah. say nothing of the quality of the film which i think is excellent but yeah <laughs> it belongs there for a lot of reasons uh right. number 12 i'm not sure if you've ever even seen it the searchers i definitely have not seen that it's a john ford movie um i saw it when i was younger i remember liking it but i'd have to watch it as in like a real adult to give you a should it stay there but w- when people talk westerns people that i i respect they bring up the searchers okay uh number 11 is city lights by charlie chaplin I've never seen it. I can't imagine any world in which you've seen City Lights. No. <laughs> no. Um, Charlie Chaplin's another one where if you're not going to just throw people off just for being scumbags, which he would get tossed off the list immediately for. <laughs> um, I believe he married a 14-year-old girl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's another one where people are like, well, he's got a couple on there, but I'm not even sure if it's the right couple movies. <laughs> Have you seen this one? Again, I watched it when I was probably 15 okay. because I watched a couple of like – I watched a couple Chaplin movies. Uh, I think I watched the Harry L- the Lloyd movie that's on here and um, like some Buster Keaton stuff. But it was like I was watching it because like I'm going to watch all these movies. Right. Like I'd be hard pressed to tell you which one was which at this point. Oh, <laughs> uh, Here we come. The top 10. They're, these should all be ironclad, right? There should be no way we should dislodge any of these. Number 10, The Wizard of Oz. I mean, I understand why. I mean, I've I think seen it's it so many times. I think it's perfectly fine where it is. Yeah. And the reason why I think it deserves to be there is because that movie's from 1939. If I threw that down in a bunch of kids right now, they'd watch it and they'd like it. And they'd enjoy it. You're right. You're <laughs> absolutely right. Yeah. That's a movie that's, I feel like, while everything, it's completely aged out of its, all the stuff that's in it, like, it's a 100% watchable movie. Right. Okay. Number nine, Vertigo by Alfred Hitchcock. Okay. There's the other Hitchcock. Is that the last Hitchcock one? That's the last Hitchcock one. Okay. I got to be honest. I said that I had a problem with one of them. I think I'm going to have more than one problem coming up Uh-oh. here. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I want to redo this whole list. This list is stupid. <laughs> Let's just start uh, from one and move our way up. Number eight, Schindler's List by Steven Spielberg. Honestly, I've never seen Schindler's List. I hate to say it. You I haven't know. seen Schindler's List? No, I, I don't know why. <laughs> Here's the thing. Schindler's List, great movie. Important movie. I feel like it's a movie that over time is going to slide down this list. Maybe not off, but down. Okay. Because this list came out in 2007-ish, and you were like, oh, well, you just have to put Schindler's List on there. Listen, it's a great movie. It's in top 10? No way. No way. No. 
And if, again, if you did Spielberg down to one or two movies, I don't know that Schindler's List is one of his two movies. Now, is that the top one on here of his? Yes. I think it is, yeah. Because my top movie for him is Jaws. Oh, I thought you were going to say E.T. <laughs> yeah. Listen. We discussed that last week. Yeah, E.T. should be $10 million on this list. <laughs> um, I have a problem with this next one, but it's for a different reason. Number seven is Lawrence of Arabia. You already talked about this. <laughs> because I don't think it's an American movie. I think it's a British movie. <laughs> I think we just kind of claimed this one. I feel like we stole this one. <laughs> hey, it's a great movie. Let's just say we did it. <laughs> yeah, let's just keep that one. But that being said, Lawrence Arabia is an amazing movie and definitely deserves being the top 10 if you're somehow classifying it as American. Yeah. Um, all right, here, I'm going to start getting into problems right here. Number six, Gone with the Wind. It should be gone out of the top 10 is where it should be. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it. I, I don't hate it. I don't think I would put it in the top 10. I mean, forgetting for a minute that it's complete and utter Confederate propaganda. Right. It's, it's a good movie. Way too long. Yeah, it's long. And I think people have fonder memories of it than they do actually realizing how good the movie is. The movie is good. It should be on the list. It should be number six. Says I, with all my years of film experience. <laughs> you made so Don't worry. Don't worry. I got I got a couple more hot takes before we get to the top of this list. Uh, number five, Singing in the Rain. Um, perfectly fine where it is. Yeah, I like Singing in the Rain. It's, it's probably the best musical that I've seen, or at least the most mainstream best musical. Yeah. Uh, number four, here's one you can kick way down the list or off, Raging Bull. People love that movie. Yeah, guess what? Uh, I got another uh, movie that involves a fighter called Rocky that's better than this movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, no doubt. Do, I, listen, I you can throw your Scorsese at me all you want. He's an amazing director, absolutely amazing. This is not his best movie. It should not be up here. <laughs> if you were going to give me two of his movies, Raging Bull ain't one of them. Uh, number three is Casablanca. Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen Casablanca. I've seen it around the same time I've seen Going with the Wind because my mom used to watch these movies. I honestly get these two mixed up. <laughs> well, you'd have to watch them again. It's yeah. like, I've, at least I've seen those two recently enough to be like, like I rewatch Gone with the Wind. I'm like, oh my God, this is like homework. Casablanca yeah. is like, this is a good movie. Okay. Well, I know. I remember from, um, you know, the Disney uh, ride through Hollywood, you know, that. that. Oh yeah. Well, that's how you get all the best knowledge. Uh, number two, The Godfather. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't hate the Godfather. Oh, it's, ooh, it's time for some Chris hot takes. <laughs> I don't hate the Godfather. I don't understand why... What the love for it is, I can't understand him. Like, I don't know what the heck he's talking about half the time. Oh, come on, Grandpa. This is another gra- Grandpa Chris and Haskin. I'm going to rewatch The Godfather, but I'm going to put subtitles on it, so I'm going to have to do it. Because <laughs> sometimes I think he might even be speaking Italian sometimes. I'm not positive. Oh, Lord. All right. Number one is Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane, I, I know I've, I've seen. I, I remember reading a book more than I remember seeing the movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. Here's my issue with Citizen Kane. It, I do, it's a great movie. Uh, Orson Welles did a lot to promote film and do this and that. Where I run into problems if I say, if you're going to say it's not the number one movie, well, then which one do you put there? Right. Like, do you put Godfather there? Casablanca? Like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah. North by Northwest? <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure? <laughs> All right. Well, the rest of the arguments are for another day. And But I think we've accomplished a lot this minute. Uh, we've, we've pooped all over the AFI list. We've decided North by Northwest moves to move up probably like at least 20 spots. Yeah. And we decided that our opinions are the only ones that count, so don't argue with our opinions. Yeah, don't argue with our opinions. And we've also decided that Leonard is a dangerous man. That's all we've kind of – I mean, movie-wise, that's all we've really accomplished this minute. And that there's got to be a better way to get a girl's attention than throwing coins at her. If there's one thing women love is you throwing money at them. Yeah. Yeah, they love that. Try that. Try that when you try to pick up your next female. 
What? Your next female? What are you, a serial killer? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, don't, I never know what to say. What, what do you say, woman? Do you say, lady? I, you know, you can't just Absolutely. say girl. Well, you better, you better stop right now yeah, with this conversation. Exactly. You're going to have exactly. problems. That's why. That's why I went with female. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why don't you? Why don't you do our plugs before we get in any more trouble. Get out of here before before Jim fires us. <laughs> We're from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoringGenre.com. Uh, we also did the Burbs Minute. If you want, if you want to find that, you just Google Burbs Minute, and that's good. You got anything else, Chef? Uh, no, I was also on the Slycast, the Sylvester Stallone podcast, where we cover all Stallone's movies one at a time, very slowly. Um, I was you can on also there for like a minute and a half. Oh yeah, we you did cover something. <laughs> yeah, we're on there we for. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember either. <laughs> uh, you can find this uh, Hitchcock Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play, or over at HitchcockMinute.com. Uh, of course, go over to Man of Washington's Nose uh, on Facebook and talk about Chris and I's hot takes on the top fifteen. <laughs> and, uh, tell, yeah, and everyone that's got all, all your film school knowledge, go in there and tell us how dumb we are. And uh, I, I really won't care. <laughs> uh, you can go over to Twitter. To, uh, it's at Hitchcock Minute. There are over 100 Movies by Minutes podcasts. I'm thinking it's actually probably over 150 Movies by Minutes podcasts at this point at moviesbyminutes.com. Are they doing all the top AFI top 100? (laughs) Well, maybe. (laughs) Some of them are definitely on there. I would like to see someone do a silent movie. That'd be fun. Sean German can do that. Uh, Listeners, check out the site, uh, moviesbyminutes.com, of course, for all the listening pleasures. Uh, Join us next week where (laughs) another group will be in here. Maybe someone that has better minutes and hopefully better hosts i think that's it for us chris you got anything to say on the way out nope <laughs> ah well done stay safe neighbors you were trying to get me to get a carry grant impression weren't you <laughs> you don't have a carry grant impression <laughs> only i've got a carry grant impression in it. it's absolutely precious and perfect <laughs> i'm leaving that in there <laughs> <laughs>